Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. 103 years ago today was a birthday. Birthday of the baseball race barrier breaking. Jackie Robinson, uh, both he and another barrier-breaking athlete, Muhammad Ali, are now widely respected. Uh, when years ago, even in the middle of their careers, they they weren't. So why have these two in particular, why have they risen in Americans' esteem? And how does their example compare with the sports stars of today? And we want to dig in. On Jackie Robinson's birthday, uh, we want to look at a couple of things that I think will cause us to wonder and think again about what does it mean to be a hero and where have the heroes gone? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Of course, it was in 1947 when Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier in Major League Baseball. And that was an important day in our nation's history. An important day in the march forward towards justice and equality. And it's always interesting to note, uh, we've often pointed out on this program that after Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier in baseball in 1947, it took Congress 17 more years, 17 more years to pass any kind of meaningful civil rights legislation. And so as we we look at Jackie Robinson, I also want to take a a look at Muhammad Ali. These were two uh, very controversial figures in their day. And two that have become more popular and more renowned as the years have gone on, where many sports stars sort of fade into oblivion. Uh, These two have stood the test of time, continue to be controversial in some ways. uh, But there were things about them that I think are worth noting as we look at where are we and what is the state of heroes and heroines in our world today? One of the things about Jackie Robinson is that he clearly understood that he lived in a flawed society. And yet, he also knew that he lived in a great society. He knew that America was not living up to the ideals it professed to believe on so many fronts. And he also believed that it was the only place on earth where he actually had a chance. So I want you to take a listen. This is from Jackie Robinson. Uh, This was part of a, a program that was put together in really why people believe 
uh, in America and what they believe can come next. So Jackie Robinson began by talking about overcoming imperfections in our society. And what is it that I have always believed? First, that imperfections are human, but that wherever human beings were given room to breathe and time to think, those imperfections would disappear no matter how slowly. I do not believe that we have found or even approached perfection that is not necessarily in the scheme of human events. Handicaps, stumbling blocks, prejudices, all of these are imperfect, yet they have to be reckoned with because they are in the scheme of human events. Whatever obstacles I found made me fight all the harder, but it would have been impossible for me to fight at all except that I was sustained by the personal and deep-rooted belief that my fight had a chance. It had a chance because it took place in a free society. Not once was I forced to face and fight an immovable object. Not once was the situation so cast iron rigid that I had no chance at all. Free minds and human hearts were at work all around me, and so there was a probability of improvement. I love that. Jackie Robinson, in his own words, that his fight had a chance because he lived in a free society. That never, because he lived in the United States of America, was he forced to fight the immovable object. Never once was he in a place where things were so set in cast iron uh, that he didn't have a chance. And because he believed he had a chance, he took the chance and he made that chance into an extraordinary moment. And it moved the country forward. So Jackie Robinson believed in unique ways. And I think it's important for us to recognize that. Jackie Robinson was very clear about where the United States was not living up to the principles it professed to believe. And he was grateful to be in the most free of societies where his dreams and his vision actually had a chance. Jackie Robinson round out that commentary on why he believed, uh, talking about this. I believe in the human race. I believe in the warm heart. I believe in man's integrity. I believe in the goodness of a free society. And I believe that the society can remain good only as long as we are willing to fight for it and to fight against whatever imperfections may exist. Uh, Again, believe in the human race, the warm heart, man's integrity, uh, the goodness of a free society. And society can remain good only as long as we're willing to fight for it and fight against whatever imperfections may exist. Uh, On Jackie Robinson's birthday, I think that is uh, most fitting. I was also interested today, there's been so many things written and so many uh, television specials and movie productions around Muhammad Ali. Uh, One writer noted that he really was the last great American hero, again, controversial to be sure, uh, but his popularity grew as his storied career came to an end. And there were so many things that he stood for, that he stood against, uh, things that he did that uh, were surely not the easy path, uh, whether that was uh, speaking out against the war in Vietnam, uh, whether it was uh, refusing to enlist on a religious exemption. Uh, I always thought it was very interesting that uh, Muhammad Ali was stripped of his boxing titles, not by the government, uh, but by some bureaucratic boxing associations uh, around the country. And and so as we look at these kind of heroes and we look at those that uh, we look at today, 
I think America does long for some some real heroes and not not perfection. We're not looking for perfect people. Uh, the debate will always be played out. Uh, we've been talking a little bit of baseball in terms of uh, those getting into the Hall of Fame. And there are those who believe that people should be inducted into the Hall of Fame based solely on the statistics and what happened between the lines on the playing field. Uh, others say that there is a moral component uh, that must be carried out, that you can't have someone that either cheated or manipulated uh, or uh, you know had other issues, uh, that that really devalues the very idea of a Hall of Fame and the kind of heroes uh, that we should actually be looking towards. And so I think it's important to, to look back. Uh, again, neither Muhammad Ali or Jackie Robinson were perfect in any way, shape, or form, uh, but they did stand for something. Uh, and they stood against things as well. And I think they gave all of us an opportunity to say, okay, I can, I can do that. They overcame some obstacles, some persecution, uh, and I think we can get uh, to something just a little bit better. So where have the heroes gone? Are there any left out there? I'd be curious. Who do you think stands up to that test as a genuine heroine or hero in our society today? Who should we be looking to for some good examples in better ways to live, better ways to come together, and better ways to make sure that everyone has an equal chance at their version of the American dream? With Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding. I'm Andreas Martin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.